It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. You have a question for me about you love life? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jen. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jen. What's going on tonight? How can I help you? Oh, I, I hope you can help me. So I, I recently got engaged um, about eight weeks ago, and my parents have offered to very graciously pay for the wedding. And my fiancé is being very weird about it. Like, he has no problem letting them pay, but mm-hmm. he wants them not to be involved at all. And my mom's really excited, and we had a meeting to meet with a photographer and he said, you know, like I said, my, my mom's paying. And he was like, she can't come. And he, like, blocked the door from her being able to come. And it just, it, it really hurt her. And it just, to me, was a big red flag. And it's made me kind of second guess everything. And I, I don't know what to do. I'm shocked. So, so explain to me why you think that happened. I really don't know. Like, I don't know if it's like he wants to be in control or he wants me to start like separating from my mom. But it just in my gut, it felt bad. Yeah. So your gut is your intuition and women intuition is 100 percent right all the time. Now, have you had the chance to talk about it with him? I mean, I talk, he brushed it off when I tried to talk about it. And then um, basically it was like, oh, I just was having a bad day. It's nothing. Not and did you tell him the truth? Yeah I, yeah, I said it really upset me. And he just was like, oh, I didn't mean it. Give me another chance. But it's not even about chance. It just, like, my gut feels wrong. I'm going to tell you, Jen, if your gut, which is your intuition, feels wrong, don't marry him. Yeah. Listen, it's better to leave now, be not married, than regret it and the complication legally financially emotionally and all everybody's aware no you want my honest opinion i would not get married anytime soon i would i would tell him why and i would follow my intuition and never betray myself mm-hmm. it, so i'm on your side i think all this is unacceptable controlling and shows a side of him that is very very mm, mm-hmm. potentially sick and 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 uh, toxic so i mm-hmm. i rarely say that but I just think you shouldn't marry him anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't have to give yeah. a million of explanation. Remember, you have the right to start a relationship, to start the process of being married. You have the right to stop all this. It's life. And I would never go against your intuition, okay? Yeah. All right. Sorry for Thank the bad news. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. You. It sucks. I it. It's what it is. Jen, good luck to you. Be strong and don't betray yourself. You have a good night. Thank you, Simon. You know, I just gave a very, I would say, tough and direct kind of a Debbie Downer advice to Jen. Let me explain to you why I did that coming up next. If you were here with me during my last segment, Jen, you know, had a question about the guy she's engaged with and going to get married and then he misbehaves with with her mom and her gut, her intuition tells her something is really wrong. I told her, don't get married to the dude. Don't betray your intuition. Now, that may be, you know, a rush judgment. That may be very, how can I say this, tough and not kind for me to say that. But let me tell you what you get with me when you call in. Uh, You get what I call, you know, the reality. I do not go against a woman's intuition. I never have and never will. 
I will not try to convince you to go against your own intuition. I like to be fair. I like equilibrium. I love compromise. I love when things go well. But if you call me and you tell me something that doesn't make any more sense and you're hurt and your gut feeling, your intuition as a woman says something is really wrong with that, what should I do? I will never go against your intuition. And uh, let me share a personal story about how I've learned the power of intuition early on in my life. Coming up next. So why do I always follow women's intuition, even if it's something that you know, goes against my own interests sometimes? So here's a story, true story, years, years ago, when I was uh, much younger and I had much more hair, <laughs> in my 20s and 30s. Anyway, um, I remember that I was dating this lovely woman and we had a good relationship going on, and uh, I didn't want to have kids. She did. And she said, oh, in my intuition, I don't think I should be dating you anymore. And I loved her, so I said, I think you should. You know, intuition is not something real. But little by little by little, she resented me for that. And she said, when she left me at the end, Simon, I should have listened to my intuition. You broke my heart by convincing me of otherwise for your own interest and keeping the relationship alive. And then that broke my heart too. So from then on, don't do like me. Do better than me. Always follow the woman intuition because it's always true and always right on. You call the next. Bonjour, Vida. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. So I understand you have a romantic story you would like to share tonight with me on the rendezvous. Go ahead. I do. So my husband and I, we've been together for a few years now. Um, but when we were about six months into dating, I got a temporary job offer across the country for six months. And, you know, we really felt the connection. So we decided to try long distance since it wasn't a permanent move. And we mm -hmm. talk as often as possible. But I was working long days, like 80 hours a week. And so was he. But we did whatever we could to keep the relationship going because it was nearly impossible for us to visit with, like, our hectic work schedules. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, once a week we'd do Skype dinner dates. And, and then he started writing me letters, and he would mail me a letter every day. So every day I would get a letter in the mail, and I would write back oh. to him. So every day he'd get a letter in the mail. And oh. it was so different, and it was interesting and really allowed us to build that emotional connection. Like, it felt like a 1950s romance. Um, yes. And it just really helped keep us interested, even though it was hard being so far apart. Then about five months into my job, uh, right. I was off on a Saturday, which was super rare. And my doorbell rang at like 8 a.m. And I was so mad. I was ready to yell at whoever was at the door because that was my one day to sleep in, my <laughs> one day to catch up on rest. And I go to the door and there was Shane. He's down on one knee with a bouquet of roses, a box of donuts, which he knows I love, from my favorite donut place, and a ring. And he said he couldn't bear to be without me one more day, and he just wanted to spend the rest of his life with me. Sorry, I can't. Every time I tell the story, it's oh, I so love romantic. That. No, it is. <laughs> it, how did that make you feel? Just bring me oh. back to that moment. Oh, my gosh. I was so surprised. And, you know, I really felt the same way. So it felt so good to know that he was feeling the same connection that I was. So, Absolutely. of course, I was like bawling and I said yes. And he actually wound up taking off work for a month to spend my last month on assignment with me. Wow. And it was and then we got married and we've been together for seven years. And honestly, like, 
I, I feel so lucky that we were able to share something so special, even though it was long distance and just, I'm the luckiest love girl in the world. Listen, you, you just made my night because, you oh. know, we have a, a crazy world we live in and God knows. And, and then suddenly you hear this story, right? And so thank you so much, Vida, for sharing that because with all the bad news, if you watch television, it just, and then you hear this story and then you, I just feel better. So thank you so much for making me feel better tonight and congrats to both of you. Many, many more years of happiness. Thank you so much, Simon. You are welcome. Bonsoir. I just got an interesting email from Sarita about a guy she's dating. She has a question, when to do what? That's coming up next. So Sarita, interestingly, wrote me this email at therendezvousshow.com saying, Bonjour, Simon. A guy asked me to watch a movie at his place, but I don't know if I should since it's only a third date. I'm not ready to ooh-la-la with him, and I'm wondering if that's what we'll think we'll do if I go. What do you think I should do, Simon? Good question. Sarita, stay with me. I'll answer next. So basically, um, I got this email from Sarita. It goes, Netflix and chill. What does it mean? She's not ready to uh, chill and have ooh So should she go or not to that third date at his home? And Sarita, now that you know Netflix and chill means a movie and ooh you don't want to have ooh so... Uh, no movies at his home, and that's totally fine until you're ready or open-minded to have this moment of romance, hopefully enchanting ooh I suggest you don't put yourself in a situation to do that, and um, you guys can go to uh, safely to dinner or other places outside or whatever, but no, don't go. And remember, in the culture, Netflix and chill means ooh and a movie. And usually you never watch the end of the movie anyway. You call the next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Marissa. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Marissa. What's going on with your girlfriend? How can I help you? So my girlfriend has a lot of male coworkers. She works in construction. And she is flirty with them. And more importantly to me, they are very flirty with her. I mean, I'm talking like they, they'll like pinch her waist or kind of, you know, tickle her and stuff like that. Um, and she's very, you know, femme. She looks, I don't think anybody would think she's, you know, a lesbian if, if they didn't know her. But I've told her about it and I'm like, whoa, they're really flirty and you kind of flirt back. And she's like, they know I'm with you. They know, you know, they know I'm gay. It's not a big deal. But mm-hmm. it really bothers me. And I feel like they don't, I feel like they think they have like a chance with her almost or like that they can turn her. And I'm wondering, is this just something that is my own like insecurity or am I justified here? And, and do I need to like really talk with her about this? It's interesting. Uh, first, before we answer, how does that make you feel when that happens? Honestly, it makes me feel really jealous. I, I don't, I mean, I'm kind of a, I don't like it, but I'm kind of a jealous person to begin with. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I know flirting when I see flirting. And I don't know. I, I wouldn't like it if she was doing it with a woman. I definitely, it would not be okay if it was with a woman. Um, so do you trust her? Yes. Yes. Okay. So now let's put you in the shoes of your girlfriend. Do you think any guys making jokes to you or compliment to you or pinching you? Do you think you would actually go with one of them? No. 
No, I know. You would not. Exactly. So you got to give that credit to your partner too, right? Because uh, I agree that flirting too much is not good, so you have a right to say it. But I, I also want to stop the fear that because because guys would try all day, right? Yeah. You know, but what matters is not so much unless she's disrespected and then we have a problem or unless she's harassed, then we have a problem. If she feels cool about it, let her play with it. Because if you trust her that she will never cheat on you and nothing will ever happen, don't worry about the guys because no one can turn you too. I mean, yeah. I'm, I, I have a charming accent. I could try all day to charm you with my accent. Doesn't mean you ever want to be romantic with me. Sorry, Simon, no. <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. so that's what I always say. Don't worry about the rest of the world. Worry about your partner. If, if your intuition, Marissa, your intuition is good, right? Your partner is not cheating on you. Right, you're right. That's what she that, says, too. She always says, trust me. You're right. Yes, please. Don't even spend time thinking about all that. Just laugh and say, oh, those silly boys. Okay, thank you. It's good to hear another perspective because I think I'm too close to it. So thank you so much. That's what I'm here for. No worry. Please relax and enjoy your uh, girlfriend. You have a good night now. Okay, merci. If you're in a relationship, should you worry about the rest of the world, you know, hitting on your partner? Let's talk about that next. So, interestingly enough, my last caller, Marissa, was worried about her girlfriend who kind of is flirting with boys at the, the work and, you know, they're together. And I told her, don't worry about the rest of the world hitting on your partner. Just worry about your partner. Do you believe like that? Do you believe that you should or should not be worried about your partner and the rest of the world or just your partner? Because uh, it's a natural thing to be a little jealous, a little possessive, but the answer to that, the answer to that anxiety, and God knows some people suffer from it, sometimes it goes to a point it destroys the relationship. They're so insecure and so much pain inside of them that they just can't handle anything and it comes from little insecurity to worse. So should you be worried about the rest of the world hitting on your partner? I'll tell you what I think next. So that's the question. Should you be worried about the rest of the world hitting on your partner or not? Think about your husband or wife, your partner, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, whoever. And should you be worried about that? Other people, you know, try to flirt with them or not? And my answer is absolutely not. The only worry you should have and thinking about is your partner itself. And the only way to know how things are going is to follow your intuition and answer that question. Do I trust my partner? Yes. So let's not worry about anything. Right? That's how I see life friendship, partnerships. Do you trust me as your partner? Yes. So stop worrying about what's going on at work or if I'm talking too much to this one. No. I'm coming home to you. Because without trust, you don't have a relationship. You have anxiety, despair, jealousy, toxic relationship. If you don't trust, you don't love. You can't separate trust and love when it comes to relationship. Uh, you call the next. If you have a question for me about your relationship, dial 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Chelsea. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Chelsea. What's going on with your boyfriend? How can I help you? Well, we've been dating for a while now, and I like to have some excitement in the bedroom, and my boyfriend is resisting the idea of adding another person, even if it's a girl. How do I get him to agree? 
Um, what does he say? So you've talked about it with him, and then what exactly did he say? He said he didn't want to bring another girl because then I would have to bring another guy for it to be fair, and he doesn't want to do that. But do you want to bring another guy or another girl? I'm no, a bit confused now. No, yeah. no. Yeah. No, he just said it, he didn't think it would be fair if we only did it that way. That's a strange answer. I know. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, how long have you been with him? About a year. Okay, and you guys never had any ménage à trois, right? Right. You've had ménage à trois before? Yes. Okay. The thing is, if somebody's not into it, I don't want you to try to convince them because then they become resenting you and things can lead to a separation. So how much do you value your relationship towards the fun you could have with a ménage à trois? Right. I guess I value the relationship more. Just what if I resent him for not letting us expand? Then maybe he's not the right partner for you and you're not for him. I mean, uh, when it comes to ooh-la-la and, and that kind mm -hmm. of thing, I would say it's either there when it comes to exploration or it's not. Um, the danger of pushing somebody going towards a direction they don't feel comfortable going is they will resent you for that. And so it's like you got to decide, and I'm not judging. If you feel that, you know, you will resent him, then this guy is not the right partner for you because you want a wild and savage ooh-la-la life with some spice. And that's your right. But if he doesn't want to do that, that's his right too. And it's not like, is there a magic formula or a, you know, a wording or a sentence I could give you? Because I don't want you to be resented by him afterwards. <sighs> You've given me a lot to think about. I mean, the good thing is you, have, you guys are not in the stage where it's like in the past. It's like you can decide one way or the other. I never tell people what to do in the bedroom because that's everybody's right as adults. So my advice is do what's good for you. And if the relationship is more important than the spicy ooh-la-la, do that. If the spicy ooh-la-la is part of your joie de vivre, your joy of life, then this dude is not the dude for you. Okay? Okay. Thank you. All right, Chelsea. Keep it up and have a good night. <laughs> you too. Thanks, Simon. Do you delete photos from your ex from your social media after you break up? Let's talk about that next. So, do you delete pictures of your ex from your social media after you break up with them? Do you delete them all? And I wanted to know what you thought. So, what do I do? I post everything on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. At Rendezvous Radio. Very easy. 71% of you voted, yes, I do delete all my pictures, all the pictures from my ex when I break up. Almost 30% said, no, I do not. I may keep some. Interesting. Um, I don't really post pictures of my dating life, so I don't have this problem. But uh, whatever works for you, works for me. Thank you so much for voting, and thank you for spending this late night with me. Merci et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.